Welcome to 2023. It's you and me, Seth, back on the mic. Here we are. Welcome. Oh, gosh, it feels so good to be back into routine, to be back on the mic, to know that we have something that we are recording to put out into the world that is so aligned to purpose and dharma. So I just want you to know that that break was a sweet little break. And I wake up in the morning really excited to do what we're going to do. And this is one of those things. How was your break? Oh gosh. I don't even know how to put words to it. It's like every moment is just so sweet. You know, Mm. even if things happen, it's just another learning of like, Oh, this is what's happening today. So Mm. I feel rested. I feel focused and also a bit like sometimes lots of waves going on, but definitely Mm -hmm. felt like a nice break. And I'm so happy to be here with you. It's so beautifully said, you know, I, I recall many friends over the break saying, this is a beautiful time and it's chaos and it's brutal and it's wonderful. And it is this wave. And it feels like as we slow down, we're more present to the waves. And yet when we get rolling, we can miss that it's okay to be brutal and beautiful all in the same day, perhaps. And I'm here for it. I'm here for the waves. And I was really grateful on Tuesday of last week, you offered the grace to say like, let's slowly roll into this new year. And it was, I think just what I needed to hear. It was the grace and permission to say, let's keep rolling in with these waves and with that slowly roll in. Yet I have to tell you one week in to this 2023, you were dropping so many sweet truth bombs. I was really appreciating your views on the chiropractic adjustments to be making into this year. And they felt really conscious. It wasn't this plow over of like what happened last year you were going to do this year. And I wanted to hit record on a podcast with you just to offer some of these suggestions to our friends that are listening, just to plop something in their ears to say, Hey, 2023 doesn't have to be the same as 2022. It can be better. It can be different. There can be some or more of the same. And I wanted to go there with you. Can we start there? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love it. Thanks, Steph. (sighs) Well, one of the beautiful things you did share this on social for a hot second, perhaps was your January 1st vision board. And I think it kind of starts with vision boards and sometimes vision boards flow into goals. And what is your relationship with that this year? This year, I had a New Year's gathering with some neighbors and I said, we're going to do our vision boards. And I think that it's a great activity, whether people do it or not, to just have a purpose, like the art of gathering. Priya Parker says, like, have an intention for your gathering. And so the intention was vision boards, because I do feel like whether or not people do it, just flipping through some images to see what we want for the year ahead, even if it's for the day, is the first step before we set, I will do X by time Y, like any goals. It starts with what we see for ourselves. I do feel like the word vision sometimes turns people's brains off to go like, well, everyone does a vision or, you know, for me this year, doing a vision felt really aligned with my goals and my values. And Mm -hmm. I don't do it every year. Last year, I didn't do a vision board. 
So this year I'm so stoked with my vision and you were the one that was like, well, I frame them. And I was like, I have a frame. Like it was like the perfect mix. And so now I'm going to put it in my office and I'm going to look at it every day. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, we were also giggling at the reality of how much magazines cost now. And so (laughs) what the heck inflation? It's like my organic bananas and magazines for vision boards are the new most expensive things at the grocery store. (laughs) And yet we also had a teammate say, Hey, we can do this digitally. And that can be a Pinterest board. And that can be any form of collection of images. I remember having a friend once create their vision board as you have in real life and then take a picture of it and it became the background on their desktop or perhaps it was the background on their phone. So they had a digital copy of it everywhere they went for the year and they had it living in in real life. One of my other friends sent me their vision board early in January. The distinction of this vision board is no pictures of their body, of how they want their body to look. This was a vision board with flowers and beautiful places and spaces, destinations they wanted to go to. And they sent it and the vision board looked beautiful. You know, you can only meet someone's vision. Do you say not of their body because in the past it was? Yes, they're a nutritionist by vocation and they spend a lot of time with the relationship with food and our bodies. And I just think that it's a beautiful thing. The other piece I was going to share was I have been very attached to words. So I would put words or phrases on my vision board. And this year I was like, no, just images, only images and not be stuck to what a word may or may not mean. So To your point, there's inflation, there's vision, there's a time and a place. I love that you've welcomed 2023 in with the art and the craft and that science of our brain, you know, cutting something out, gluing it down and saying, I like what this place looks and feels like to me. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. I do think it's an important process and the first step, you know, we want to go, we being human beings want everything so quickly. You know, when we set our goals, we think everything has to happen now. And I do think that everything is immediate right now. And so Mm. part of people feeling overwhelmed, you know, in the past, when I would feel overwhelmed is that sometimes we need to look at our goals and realize that the timeline might not be now. It might be Mm. three years from now, you know, you can go as far out. So Mm. with the vision board, it's the process of slowing down. And then also going, how do I want to feel this year? And so that might be where the flowers come in or the, and it doesn't have to be so literal. If you put Mm -hmm. a picture of Hawaii on the beach, it's actually doesn't mean that you need to go to Hawaii and sit on a beach. It just could be the feeling of peaceful. Absolutely. What does Aloha feel like? And how do you create Aloha in all of the ways? Yeah. So everything starts with the vision. And if I do some goal coaching with clients or whenever you and I talk about it, it's like really about what's underneath that goal. Why is that goal important? And it Mm -hmm. typically would fall back to a vision. Mm. Or better said, we hope it does fall back to your vision. (laughs) Because in manager essentials, in our 12th module, we talk about the heartbeat metric and the heartbeat metric. One of the questions is how does your your work. So your vocation, how you spend your days in the world of work, supporting your vision and goals and employees that are the highest engaged at work 
know how their work is supporting their vision and goals. And so if that's not happening at work, where else are you going to find that connection point? And to your point, it might be three years from now and it might be three months from now. And all of that is okay. Have you started setting 2023 goals yet? How does that feel for you? Yeah, I have. I have a list that I've started to write down. And so my process is I just write all the things down and then I did the vision and then I've started to refine my goals and they're not quite ready to declare yet because then I sit with them then Mm -hmm. I look at it and I play around before Mm -hmm. I'm ready to say, yes, okay, this is what I'm going to do. However, I do know some because I try speaking them and I did share some with you already this morning. Yeah. I kind of, I'm trying them on this week. I love that week one, try them on. There's lots of rumblings right now. I feel like, do I like goal setting? Do I not like goal setting? Why should I set goals? Why should I not set goals? And just saying the word should makes me think of a tangent we can go on right now, which is word elimination. Tell me your relationship with should that felt like a 2022 word and your word in 2023, which is hope. So I do say hope a lot. It typically shows up in emails. I hope you're having a great week. I hope Ah. you have a great week. It's like an intro or an outro for me. And I keep deleting it now. Lily and I were talking about words the other day. If we talk about hope in goal setting, hope would keep you in this place of limbo. Like I'm not really in it. and I'm not really going to do it. However, when I use the word hope, it's more of like, I'm wishing you well. And so this year I will eliminate hope from my emails because I don't say it. If if we're in person stuff, I would never say, I hope you have a great day. Right. Only shows up for me when I write. Ah, interesting. I would never say hope to you. Right. Yeah. (laughs) I so hear that. And I appreciate that when you eliminate hope, you instill action, whether it is written or verbal, it's the action of have a great day. Not, I hope you have a great day. Thank you. Go forth and have a great day. (laughs) I read a great quote this morning, actually. And it says inaction breeds doubt and fear action breeds confidence and courage. And I just think, how can we be so intentional that we are in action of what is confident and courageous for you, for ourselves onward. In yoga studies, inaction could also Mm. be a choice and something intentional. So I think what that is probably getting to is if it's not intentional, then you're stuck. Right. Beautiful. Yeah. And as a reminder, should and just were actually two words that you helped me eliminate and be mindful of in 2022. And I'm currently staying with a friend in SoCal and she is consciously choosing to eliminate should from her vocabulary, from her sentences. And I have so enjoyed witnessing her take two on her sentences to remove the shoulds. And the energy behind the statements is so powerful and, and really beautiful. So it takes out the shoulds for herself and it takes out the shoulds for other people. You should do this. And then she'll say, ah, or you might like to try that. (laughs) Just no shooting on other people and no shooting on yourself. And you helped me remove the word just from my vocabulary in 2022, because a just makes everything feel small. Just this, just that. No justs, declare it. Let it take up some space. 
let it take up a lot of space or no space. It's a beautiful thing. So if you want to try on some words for 2023, we've gotten rid of should and just. And this year we're working on our relationship with the word hope. And that feels really cool. I'm hitting the pause button on this sweet episode to tell you about something that you might like. Our newsletter. We call it The Corkboard. It has all things juicy, whether you are looking to keep in touch between episodes or find out more about our coaching, development, or hot new jobs that we're working on. The link is in our show notes. Your inbox is sacred and your time is too. So now let's get back to the episode. Two things to add. I love this so much. And the first thing is, if you out there are listening and you're like, I'm a shoulder. Mm. Shoulds can teach you a lot. So Mm. before you get rid of your shoulds, anytime you say should, I would say you write it down because Mm. the shoulds show you what's important to you or where you feel like you should do something. Then you can ask the next question would be, do I want to, or is it something I feel like I have to do? So Mm. just to kind of uncover what are the shoulds, we don't go, oh, I know what all my goals are. We have to search. No. For and Absolutely. so goods are kind of like the key to unlocking what is important to you and what's not. So I would just say, don't get rid of all of them without going into inquiry and discovering what they actually are first. Pause for a moment. Let's yeah. let that land. That is so impeccable that on our journey to unlocking our goals, or as we discover what we want more of or less of in our life, shoulds are the unlock to what we want or what we have to do or what we get to do, what we want to do. It's like that secret door that will help you uncover what's next. The inquiry part of a word is so beautiful. And I don't want to miss landing that for people that are listening to this. I really appreciate that. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. That might've just been the most important thing is that we all do it. And so don't judge ourselves for it. Just notice it. The second thing is for managers or leaders out there. If we take away these fluff words, Mm -hmm. sometimes people find it hard to relate to us. So I just want you to adjust. See, I'm just using this. I want to share that from my experience, some people need us to be aware of who we're speaking to. It's not like you should use just language is important. Know your audience. Yes. So well said. And I think these are really great conversations to have with people you work with, people you love, people you spend your time with. And then we can call one another out with love, with curiosity, and also with the space to say like, Hey, when you say that it lands in a way that maybe hurts my heart. It's hard for me to hear. Can you say that a different way? And you're like, ah, well, I'm working on removing some words from my language to be really intentional with how I speak and communicate with purpose and with truth. And that doesn't mean we're saying go be a jerk. So yeah, I think all of this really starts with how we speak to ourselves. And I actually saw that on an Oprah post the other day. I forget who she was speaking with. And she said, what is the one most important question to ask yourself this year? Mm -hmm. And the question is, do I like myself? And sometimes when we think about words, when we think about goals, do they come from a place that answers that question? Do I like myself? That could take us in so many directions, right? Are we setting goals to like ourselves? Where are the goals coming from? Absolutely. 
And will I like myself as I am exactly as I am today? And then how does my vision board support my evolution of falling deeper in love with myself this year? What does that look like? What a beautiful journey. So the book I was telling you before this, please. Okay. Called find your unicorn space, reclaim your creative life in a too busy world by Eve Rodsky. Last night, she was giving two examples because she was all about goals. And one was Julianne Huff, you know, the dancer and another really successful human being. I forget who it was. And she was saying, these women have achieved these huge goals. You know, Mm -hmm. Julianne at 21 had an album and then she was a Dan, then she was on Dancing with the Stars and her album was number one. And yet at one point in their lives, they realized that they still weren't necessarily happy. Mm -hmm. And so then they re-looked at their goals and set different goals. And so Mm -hmm. I think it's just an interesting thing for us to look back and now into the future going, what are the goals that we really want to set Mm -hmm. so that we find the joy now versus, oh, when we get there, we realize, oh, that's not really it. Or we're not satisfied. Totally. This is it. You spark me. So we'll make sure that the link for that book is in the show notes. It was suggested to us from Kaylee last year. And I love that you're picking up books again this year. That feels like a goal (laughs) brewing. You were a bookworm, that's for sure. And it's so excellent. You know, if it's books, if it's podcasts, if it's different people, however, we're continuing to evolve what we think is possible, how our brain works. It's so beautiful. And I hope we all invest in the places and spaces that work for you. And then you get to bring those. You get to tell me all about these books and some of them then I get to read, some of them I'll never read. And it's so beautiful to be a student of how you develop yourself is what I would say. I need to share, and I think I share this every January, the top two most set goals by humans in the world are to lose weight and save money. So you want to drop pounds and add dollars to your bank account, (laughs) plus and minus. Um, It might not be for everyone. It's just top two most set goals fall under those two categories. Something very interesting that I learned from actually the friend that I'm staying with here. She said, did you know that in America, I thought it was just California. In America, people are more likely to become a millionaire than they are to get a six pack. And I think it's interesting as it relates to the two goals about our bodies and about our bank accounts. And I would just encourage and implore us to all say, what are the goals? What are our relationships with bank accounts and bodies? And how do you set goals? And I'm not here to tell anyone one way or another. I just think it's very interesting to sit and pause and say, does a million dollars or a six pack feel more probable for you? When I shared this on the team call, we had one person on the team who was like, I could get a six pack, no problem. (laughs) Someone else was like a million dollars. That's like the new $10 million. Like everyone seems, and it's like, wow. Okay. How are these things shifting and changing? And yet still the most set goals relate to our bodies and our bank accounts. Mm -hmm. Interesting. It's like a time to reset and refocus. So people Mm -hmm. stop, especially after holidays, if people go to all these parties and have so much sugar and alcohol, then it's a time to go pause 
what do I want? So maybe it's a time to get quiet and go in and look for like, what is it that I want for my health and my wealth? Yes. Health and wealth. Beautiful. I read Esther Perel's newsletter last week, actually. And she said, every year we engage in this swing from December self-flagellation. Did I say that right, Lily? To January hyper-motivation. And she says, I can't be the only one whose best laid plans wither by February are our outside expectations and our sharp left turn to kick them off while the clock strikes midnight, preventing the sustainability required to make lasting changes. And I was like, gosh, isn't that the truth? It's like December is exactly as you've said, perhaps too much sugar, perhaps too much of something. We turn left as soon as the clock strikes 2023 and say January will be this. And then really it's like, well, what is the most sustainable way to live through this year? Mm -hmm. And I think that comes full circle back to the joy of knowing your vision, knowing where you want to go, however you want to do it. Is it in a frame? Is it on your phone? Is it digital or not? Is it on your fridge? If you don't know where you're going, how the heck will you know when you've gotten there? Yeah. These are such great things to think about. I'm just like letting it all process. Thank you for sharing that. Wow. You know, for me, I think about December 31st, 2022. Yeah. And when someone asked me, what did you do today? And I shared what I did and they go, wow, that's such like a January 1st thing to do. So my vision that I created would be no different if I created it at the beginning of December than at the beginning of January. And so I guess it goes back to what is our relationship with buy wins and time. Mm, Beautiful. So I'm just going to percolate on that a bit because I'm like, I haven't really shifted my goals. I did. I mean, we talked, I'm going to read more this year. Like there's something with new timelines and freshness. Beautiful. And do we really change Mm -hmm. from December 31st to January 1st? I would offer that we change every day. (laughs) And we don't need a clock to tell us that we're changing. And yet, if I look back who you were, January, 2022, to who you are, January, 2023, you're a different person. You're a different parent. You're a different yogi. You're a different runner. You're a different business person. There is so much evolution that has happened. And I just pause to say, let us not forget the journey of change we've all been on. And we all are continually on. And I think our wish for you at the Corker Co. is that you enjoy and embrace the changes that are happening. And I think that's the power of goal setting, that we get to sit in the driver's seat to drive those changes. That's a mic drop moment, Steph. Let's drive. (laughs) So we're here for you with goals, with books, with vision boards, whether you're into them or you're not, whether you like pictures and flowers, whether you like bodies or phrases, here's to making 2023 a really intentional year. Oh, hey, before you go, you know, listening to podcasts on this thing called the internet, it's a wild ride. And what would be so helpful on our wild journey is if you would be so kind to jump on and give us a review. Four, maybe even five stars. It really helps. Thanks for joining us.